In nature, you're a predator, prey, or both. When you're small and delicious, you're probably pretty low on the food chain. But there's a rodent that lives in the Mojave Desert that's so adapted to dealing with fast predators, they've developed some interesting superpowers. If you live in a harsh environment filled with predators that are bigger than you, you've got to use every skill in your playbook to survive. But it's time for the tiny to get tough in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's 30 minutes of interesting animal info for you. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about a rat that's metaphorically faster than a speeding bullet, but actually but still fast. But more on that later. Being quiet as a mouse. <laughs> that's good. We're talking about the desert kangaroo rat. We are. Right out of the gate. I'm not, I'm not going to forget to say the, the name of it this time. So we're done. Yeah, okay. That's we just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a rat. Is it a it doesn't look like a rat. It's not, not really a rat. I tried to look up the exact definition of like mouse and rat and it's colloquialist. Yeah. Yeah, it's amorphous. But uh, I did find out that the mouse is the most successful mammalian genera on earth. It's got a lot of money in the bank. Yeah. It's invested in the right uh, startups. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got on that Bitcoin trade yeah, that's real what I was, early. It's just going to go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the desert kangaroo rat, a.k.a. Mousimus Decimus Meridius. Uh, okay. Five old drums west. And a mouse divided cannot stand. <laughs> it's oh, true. That one's, le- <laughs> that, that one's less of a nickname and more of a fact more of an adage <laughs> <laughs> but the desert kangaroo rat is in the kingdom that we know love it and are in is it love we know love and are in okay you know you love it you're in it yes it's kingdom animalia yeah uh the phylum is chordata because it has a spine the class mammalia if you didn't catch my drift from the part where i said that that means it has fur <laughs> At least one fur. The order is Rodentia. Rodentia. It's a rodent. Um, the family is Heteromyidae. Yeah. Which is also pocket mice and spiny pocket mice. <laughs> how, Did, cu- how cute is just what popped into your head? So cute. Yeah. Spiny pocket mice. Yeah. I mean, it looks like just a mouse with coarser fur, but still, it's a pocket mouse. <laughs> uh, the genus is... Dipotomies, or dipodomies, or as you would say. As I was. Yes. Uh, the species is deserty. Deserty. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Dipotomies deserty. Delicious. Deposits me some dessert, please. It's a yum yum meows. Yes. Meows. All right, let's talk about where this thing lives. And it lives in the southwestern United States. We picked another U.S. mammal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you and me. <laughs> Specifically, it lives in like Death Valley and the Mojave Desert and Sonoran Desert. So it loves the desert. It's the desert kangaroo rat. Yes. It's Dipotomy's deserty. So, you know, loves those deserts. Mm-hmm. Um, it likes sand. Lots of it. Even though it's coarse and rough? 
And it gets everywhere. Yeah, and it's not smooth. <laughs> like a criminal? Yeah, like a criminal. Or like Padme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um They so they live in the like I said, they live in the desert. Not much vegetation to munch on, which we'll get into later. Because it drives a lot of their behavior. Not a lot of mammals do well in the desert. Right. But the ones that do are very interesting. Hmm. So let's talk about what this thing looks like. Get that image of a rat out of your head. Because yeah. it's not this disgusting rat I was thinking triangle of Triangle-faced. Yeah, I was thinking of this like two-foot-long, scraggly ratigan thing with like whiskers that are bent in every which direction. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, really, it's a really cute little feller. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, gr- he has got a gray-brown, sometimes reddish coat with a white underbelly. He's got a squat, short body, a long tail. Yeah. Uh, elongated hind, le- hind legs for, you guessed it, jumping. Yeah. He's the kangaroo rat. Bouncing. There are lots of different kangaroo rats. Um, and they all share common traits, but the desert kangaroo rat is special. He lives in the desert. Yeah, that's the only thing we have to say about it. It also has a huge <clears throat> head. Does it compared to the other kangaroo rats? I don't know about can- other the can- I think all no, rats just no, have I mean, big like, heads. Just in terms of its, uh, like compared to a rat, an actual rat, they have pretty small heads compared to their body. Like their head, the this guy's head is like the same as its body. It's so big. It's like SpongeBob. It's yeah. just mostly just a head. Yeah. Or you, it's hard to tell where the head ends and the body begins because it's all just like he's a no neck chump. Yeah, he's. <laughs> um, be tough to put a collar on him. All right, so is, does that mean that it's time for the best segment of the show? Not yet. I think. Don't you have a new segment to do? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> do I do, do do we do critter groups before or after measure up? We do critter groups before. Before, okay. That's right. why it's not time for the best measure uh, part of the show. <laughs> it is. And that was the best. Da 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 da. Critter groups. <laughs> okay. That was great. Um, all right. This is a listener's favorite. My me the listener favorite part of the. Show podcast. It's at least podcast, one listener's favorite part of the show. Where I, Carlos, post to you, Joey, question a uh, question about um, what the name of the group of this animal is. I feel like I need to sue you for like <laughs> infringing on my branding. Hey, you didn't put it in the U.S. Uh, copyright office. patent it's a thingy. Yeah, whatever, whatever that is. All right, so I ask you, what? is the name of a group of desert kangaroo rats. Okay. Is it A, a colony? Is it B, a pad? Is it C, a mischief? Or is it D, a heat? A colony, a heat, a mischief, and a pad. Colony, pad, mischief, heat. I'm going with pad, final answer. You're wrong. Dang it. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, okay. you just got the first one so easily that I, <laughs> I wanted you. I wanted this to be at least a little bit difficult. See, Pad kind of was out of left field, so I was like, it could be that. Uh, the answer is Colony. Okay, it's pretty. It's pretty bland. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Mischief is the name of a group of rats, like actual rats. Yeah, like big ones. But the desert kangaroo rat in particular is a colony, or an, uh, I think an aggregate. But rats can also be like a plague. 
or there's like a lot of different words for them, but I thought mischief was the best. But yeah, so they were a colony. It's just that colonies are like specific things in the animal kingdom. And I just didn't associate that with the rats or with desert rats. Yeah, they're not that they're not sociable. Right. Gregarious. Right. All right. Are you ready to stop fooling around and get to the real listener's favorite part of the show? Yeah, I guess we're the, everyone's favorite part of the show is math. Everyone loves math, right? There's math, there's geography, there's culture. You know, it's got everything. It's got mostly math. <laughs> that is the one co- common denominator. Math again! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the listener's favorite real part of the show. Part of the show that's introduced by you, the listener. We do have a new Measure Up intro this week. We can save the last Tom one for later. All uh, right. But this one... you got to stretch out that Tom. This one comes from uh, Natalie, Matthew, David, Avery, and Emily. All together. Oh, my. Uh, and before I'm we get excited. into that, let me just explain that this is the part of the show where I intro- uh, give Carlos a quiz to convey the animal's size and dimensions in the most relatable terms possible. Um, without further ado, here's the listener's favorite part of the show. Thanks, guys. Boisterous. I can't think of an adjective. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Good. It was good. M- marvelous. Yes. United. Thank you, guys. United. Good. Sonorous. Yeah, those are good. Those yeah. Are good. Uh, let's get right Acoustic. into the... Acoustic. Huh. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> uh, let's get into the length. Not a sponsor. Oh. I don't like them. They're not. Hit us up if you want to be. Yeah. I know you listen. I know you're <laughs> Mr. Audible. <laughs> Mr. Chad Audible. Chad is definitely the name of someone who starts a company. <laughs> yes. It's not Mortimer. Mortimer Audible. I feel like Chadwick could start a company, mm-hmm. but he would never go by Chad. Not, not after college. No. The length. Desert kangaroo rats are among the largest species in the genus with a length of 12 inches or 30 centimeters. Or a foot. Meh. Don't (laughs) deceive me. (laughs) How many uh, DKRs go into the length of Death Valley? (laughs) No. I don't even, like, I've never even looked up the shape of Death Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a hint. Death Valley is one of the hottest places in the world with a record of 134 degrees Fahrenheit or 56.7 degrees Celsius. And, yeah, it's hot. It's pretty hot. That is pretty hot. I'm going to say it's 100 miles, which means it's 500,000 feet-ish. 510,000 feet-ish. So I'm going to say 510,000 rats. The Death Valley is actually 140 miles long. Okay. That wasn't the worst, but it was still 40% more than what I guessed. So the answer is 739,200. Well, I I did it for the math. <laughs> not mad. Not bad. Not uh, mad. Not bad. <laughs> let's get into weight. They're about 3.2 ounces or 91 grams. How many kangaroo rats go into the amount of caviar eaten at the Bellagio Buffet Bellagio? 
at the Bellagio's Buffet Bellagio in 2014. They named the Bellagio named its buffet the Bellagio. Bus- buffet Bellagio. Buffet Bellagio. Hmm. Yeah. Here's a hint. There were nine ninety-eight thousand seven hundred and nineteen pounds of crab legs eaten at the Aria Buffet that same year. Aria is another hotel in Las Vegas. How heavy did you say this guy was? 3.2 ounces or 91 grams. 3.2 ounces. And there's 16 ounces in a pound. So that means we're looking at about... Exactly five of them. Equal a pound. Okay. Exactly. Wow. Um, I'm probably way off. Joy's going to tell me. <laughs> um, and how many pounds of crab legs did you say there was? How many pounds were eaten? Of crab, of different... crab legs? Uh, 98,719 <clears throat> pounds. Okay, okay, okay. And you're looking for caviar. Um, yeah, yeah. Caviar is more expensive. Expensive than crab legs, I think, per pound? Probably. Uh, hard to say, but I would imagine. Both are, are de- high-end foods. I guess it depends on the crab. But I imagine that caviar per ounce or whatever is a lot, is more expensive. So there must have been less of it. Yeah. Different hotels, too. Yeah, and the Bellagio is like the most famous hotel ever. Right. So, um But that, that, that could also mean there's a barrier to entry. So you have to be able to eat your weight in caviar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a uh, price. Like a, you have to be rich to go there. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just feel like you could tear through crab legs a lot easier than caviar. I've never had caviar, but that's got to taste nasty. Yeah, there's also the fact that you you can gorge on a crab leg, but. Like, you're not, like, eating heaps of caviar. You're spreading it on things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. And plus, these people are refined. They're not just, they're not putting, a, like, a, a silly straw in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, a metal straw. No more plastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for the environment. Um, I'm going to say 40,000 pounds of caviar. And five of these go into a pound. Five of the kangaroo rats. Um, so I'm going, I'm going to go with 200,000. Um, so 200,000, they ate in caviar, the weight of 200,000 desert kangaroo rats. Uh, the, how, uh, the amount of caviar eaten was 360 pounds. So, but the answer is one. Goodness gracious. 1,794 rats. That makes about sense okay cool five of them have to go into a pound because 3.2 times five is 16 yeah oh that's such a nasty amount of caviar that's a bad amount uh wait worse than the well my guess which was forty thousand pounds no i mean just no i mean it's a bad amount like it's just both like the reality is also gross caviar is nasty but like 360 pounds doesn't seem like that much compared to Nine, yeah, it's a, it's a smaller number. Pounds of crab leg. It's still about one. It's still about three hundred and fifty-nine pounds more than I ever want to see. There's a whole. Um, there's a whole. I'll like, look at one pound. <laughs> you'll look at it. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. Any if you if you pop another scoop on that, I'm gonna throw up. 
I'm, I'm, I'm on a razor's edge right now. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a whole like um, psychological phenomenon where um, you can lead someone on a numbers guess. So yeah. if you're like, you know, how old was, you know, Harriet Tubman when she died? Um, also, Susan B. Anthony was 85 when she died. And you'd be like, oh, well. I'd say eight. When she did was I just kind of do that to you? Yeah, with, you, you definitely yeah. did. Because you were like, oh, like this in comparison, like 98,000. I was like, well, it's probably not 98,000, but I'm going to guess a lot more than yeah. I would have had you not done that. For... <laughs> interesting, interesting. Into the human psyche and back to the desert kangaroo rat. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what it eats. Not caviar, because it doesn't have any money. Mostly plant seeds. That's <laughs> absolutely no money at all. That's this is this biggest distinguishing factor among other desert kangaroo uh, other kangaroo. Most rats. rats are pretty well off. Flat broke. You wouldn't think so because they live in sewers, but that's actually like high end for a rat. R- Radigan's got a whole bottle of champagne that all of his friends get drunk on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, desert kangaroo rats will. Always try to find the largest seeds. They like they have a feeding economy because there is so um, little food, and they want to expend as little energy as possible. They will only go for the and consume and digest the largest seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of dart from one plant to the next and feed in what do they call it? Fits, like a feeding fit. Okay, I guess. If you ever if you've ever watched like a any rodent eat, it's I could, could describe that as a fit. <laughs> it's like just sporadic and trying to stuff as much of it in his mouth as possible. Um, so uh, DK likes to live in a den that's burrowed underground and sealed off from the heat outside with caulk, I guess, <laughs> um, asbestos. And so here's here's some fun facts about their behavior. All kangaroo rats drum their feet against the ground. While some do it to communicate their presence or location to other rats, DK is craftier. Because there's hardly any food, if a desert kangaroo rat hears hears the drumming of any other rat, it'll challenge it to fisticuffs. (laughs) It'll just, like, dart out of its burrow and bowl it over. And also, if a snake shows up for a meal, DK will move within striking distance of the snake, drum its feet, kicking up sand, Mm -hmm. and... It said that this was a really risky maneuver, but the idea for the rat is that snakes are less likely to attack prey that knows that they're there, that announces like, hey, this is an arena battle. This yeah. is why he's uh, Mousimus Dex- Decimus Meridius um, rather than because the snake is like, oh, I was hoping for an ambush, so I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah. Um, they also like... They- I would imagine they approach, like, snakes differently than, like... A coyote. Coyote, yeah. <laughs> because a snake can get into their burrows. Easy. You know? If it's sealed off from the heat, maybe they can seal it off from snakes. Well, so I saw a video of one, like, a snake approaching a burrow, and it came out of the burrow not wanting to, like... Lead it in there. Right. It came out of the burrow to do the kicking dance, so... That's so brave. It's, yeah. That's, like, red wall right there. That's, like, five when he's going west. Yeah, he is pretty brave. Uh, so, one of the most interesting things that I read about them, maybe not the major fact, but still pretty cool, is their ability to go for long periods of time without water. Uh, being in the desert, there's not lots of it. 
So they can go up to two to three weeks without it. They can use metabolic water. So actually that's where they get most of their water is by digesting food and getting the water out from the food that they eat Mm -hmm. rather than just straight up drinking it from a puddle or something. Um, They also have special kidneys that concentrate urine so they don't lose water as they pee. Um, They have like an elongated part of the kidney that makes it so that it's more concentrated. So what do they pee? Like a slushy? I guess. Gross. Or like it's a net neutral thing where like for us, we dehydrate as we urinate, but they don't. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, They're just like they, they more efficiently process liquids. Right. Um, and lastly, they have extra long nasal cavities to cool air leaving the lungs because hot, dry air tends to wick away moisture, carry it out of the body. So they have their long, large nasal cavities allow the air that leaves them to cool down a little bit and then be less likely to take moisture away from them. Hmm. And that's all I got. Okay. Let's get right into the majorest of facts in this episode. Right. Good qualifier. Uh, the kangaroo rats are hunted. We should, we should figure out what the best major fact is. Vote on your phones. Episode 100. We'll figure out what the best major fact is of the first hundred episodes. Okay. All right. Kangaroo rats are hunted by predators that come in fast and only need one good strike to ensure a victory. Like like coyotes, you know? They don't need a lot of, like... Finagling. Finagling to get a rat on the ropes. Um, their deadliest predators include coyotes, snakes, foxes, badgers, weasels, and owls. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, they're small. And they're on the bottom of the food chain. Uh, Because their predators are fast, deadly, and usually a lot bigger, they have nearly unparalleled evasive capabilities. Nice. Yeah. They locate, they locomote, that means move, differently than most (laughs) rodents. Uh, They move with bipedal hops. That means they stand and jump around on two feet. Like a kangaroo. Like you. No. Yeah. I stand, I jump around on one foot at a time. That's wrong. That's running. Oh, well, yeah. Essentially run. But if you jumping. were to jump, you might do it with two feet. Maybe. If I, yeah. was, if I was feeling, like, adventurous. If you're doing a high jump, though, the rules are that you have to jump on one foot, I think. Or is it two feet? I don't know enough about that to make a statement at all. Front foot. <laughs> uh, they are actually reported to jump nine feet in the air. And across distances of six feet. Nine. What? Yeah. Remember how that thing is about a foot long with the tail? Yeah, nine feet in the air. Is there a video of this? I don't know, but there's a video of it jumping, but I don't know about that high. It could just jump into a two-story window? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. That's that's bananas. I don't know if it, like, it does this all the time. Like, nine feet... Directly into the air. This this little... Oh, my goodness. I don't know if that's a good strategy, though, to go all the way up. That is so high. Because everyone knows where you're landing once you're in the air that high. You're just like, okay, I'm going to catch you. Uh, but they... they um, that, would ju- hurt, that would hurt if you were looking down at it and it <laughs> popped up in your face. I'm sure it would hurt. <laughs> Uh, that their jumps can carry them away from danger at 10 feet per second or 10 kilometers per hour or six miles per hour. 
It's so slow. I can run faster than that. But between jumps, they can turn on a dime, which helps them confuse predators and evade animals that might be faster than them. Like a gazelle that's being chased by a cheetah. Well, yeah. Duck and leave. Yeah. Um, I'm still blown away by the... Nine feet. Uh, It's a little bit incredible. I'm kind of, like, doubting it a little. Uh, (laughs) I want to see a video of just a a kangaroo rat sitting there and just, poof, it's gone. I guess that's what... It's like those, like, little, um... Those little, like, things where you turn them... They they look like little little hats and you turn them inside out. Those little pop The power versus the... Size. The size and weight just sends it into the skyrocketing. It could just go... It does the Tom and Jerry thing where it leaves, like, a kangaroo rat shaped hole in the ceiling when yeah. it gets scared or a kangaroo rat shaped dust cloud behind <laughs> <laughs> and all of its fur yeah uh so when they encounter a nocturnal predator which uh they usually come out at night uh the first they'll freeze which is a common response from prey animals because it's easier to find something that's moving around especially in the dark mm-hmm. uh if a predator does spot them, they might try to stamp their feet to scare them off, like you said. Uh, unfortunately, that's more adorable than it is threatening. Yeah, that's, that's very <laughs> scary, Mr. <laughs> Kangaroo Mouse. Stomping his little foot like he didn't get like 20% off with the coupon he came in with. I just imagine Thumper from Bambi, where it's like, it's like if you were scratching him and he was a dog and he's like, <laughs> and his leg is just... Thumping uncontrollably. It's like that, only it's more like a tic tac hitting a couch cushion. It's like very, like a very light little. <laughs> uh, are you, yeah, are you trying to remember that? It's That's an from Olin Olin Rogers. Rogers. Olin Rogers. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> um, but if that doesn't work, then it might try kicking the sand in the predator's face, like you said. Um, if it still moves to strike, like if a snake is coming in for the kill, the kangaroo, the kangaroo rat might react extremely quickly. Rather, I mean, it, it will. It will. If it... If it can. If it can. Uh, they can react and avoid a venomous strike in as little as 34 milliseconds. Uh, that sounds like not a lot. By comparison, it takes 300 or 400 uh, milliseconds to blink your eye. I, th- I knew you were going to say blink. <laughs> Uh, they have extremely... So in, in a tenth of the time it takes you to blink your eye. Yeah. It can decide something. It can... And move. Realize something is attacking it and move out of the way. Yeah. Wow. That's fast. How do you catch something like that? I don't know. Uh, they have extremely sensitive hearing that allows them to detect surprise attacks and react to them quickly. So they think that, like, low-pressure sounds of, like, the thing moving picks up on it like a spidey sense unless it's um the barn owl yeah with it's it's stealth mode yeah i don't know if there's barn owls in the desert i don't think so either as they jump away from predators they may also deliver a ninja style mid-air kick what yeah that can there is video of this like multiple videos of this um that can knock a, sm- a smaller predators like snakes um off balance and help to kick off larger ones so there's videos of a snake coming in, like, mere seconds, and it jumps up, kicks the snake, like, over, and, like, runs away. Like, I it, have it's to incredible. watch this video. It's incredible. There's more, there's multiple videos of it. This is a thing it does. I love this animal. Yeah, it's great. 
The, just a mid-air ninja kick. It jumps nine feet in the air and delivers a roundhouse power kick to a snake in mid-strike. <laughs> yeah. There's there's times where it's like, well, it looks like you just got bit. But then you it zooms in and it's like it maneuvers around, kicks it in the side of the head, and then leaves. It scrawls its name in the in the in the fang. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me. DK was here <laughs> with a U Z. Yeah, it's like a was. Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like drinking people's soda and eating Cheetos while yeah. he's like running around on the ceiling. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got. That's the major fact. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he drinks that soda, and then he goes off for two weeks without drinking any of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, awesome. That was the desert kangaroo rat. Quite possibly the most interesting rodent we've done on this show. Yeah, there's another desert. What's the des- desert mouse? No, we did the southern grasshopper. Southern grasshopper mouse. That's just brutal. <laughs> yeah. But for you out there in Podcastia, hop along drum your feet and conserve water like the desert kangaroo rat here in life death and taxonomy hey listeners a kangaroo rat evading a predator may be fast but you know what else is fast an intrepid taxonomy titan recording and sending a measure up intro it only takes about 30 seconds That means you can send your very own Measure Up intro in the time it takes you to blink 75 times. Your eyes need moisture, but not that much. So instead of fluttering your lids like some sort of Betty Boop, why not record yourself singing, saying, or chittering the words Measure Up and sending it to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and engaging. podcast. <laughs>